0: Hope you're having a good day. Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl. Huh. I'm in. I mean, like, we gotta watch the Super Bowl anyway. It doesn't really matter. Has anyone ever gone like, you know, I'm not gonna watch the Super Bowl because I don't love the matchup? Come on, stop it. I know there are 150 million people who don't watch the Super Bowl. I just don't call any of them friends. All right. Did anybody know anybody who doesn't watch the Super Bowl? Like, goes on the personal protest. I do get the, like, in L.A., it'd be a great time to get a bunch of things done. And you can listen to it on the radio, whatever. But you're missing the commercials. You're missing all the other stuff. Um, but the commercials recently have been so bad. Remember when the commercials were good? I think now, I mean, a lot of it is everybody's so afraid of offending anybody. Right? and and the challenge of being creative and being completely and totally inoffensive to anybody and everybody that's a hard one when was the, what was the last great super bowl commercial that resonated with you i'll take it on twitter you guys can think about that one in the meantime the news passed saturday that tom brady was retiring now tom brady's camp refuted this apparently he you know he called the tampa buccaneers to say he had not made his decision. Um, But I, I think here's what seems to have happened. Tell me if this makes sense. Tom Brady's podcast, which uh, uh, it was, was moved up. uh, It was moved up because I don't know, special announcement four o'clock today. It's going to drop, right? What does that tell you? Well, it tells you that he's going to have a special announcement and he's going to retire. So what does his retirement mean? It tells you everything I told you about Brady. I've said for the last five years, like he's not going to call it. He loves it. He's having fun. But at some point his wife's like, okay, now you got to go be an adult. Now you got to, you got to, you got to, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. This was fun. I'm good. Do I wish he would have walked away after winning a Super Bowl? Absolutely. But I also think that, you know, he got a chance. She probably was like, you know what? You want to go do it back do it one more time, do it one more time. But after that, like we, we kind of need you here. And I get it. I do. When you're raising kids, the hardest thing is you just got to be around. And it's hard when you work men or women. Like I, I actually, I don't know if you, you get this way. I, I understand the bond between mother and child is incredible. Incredible. But there are people in our industry who make it out to seem like, like we don't like leaving home. (laughs) Like we like leaving our family behind. Like, no, no, not even close. Don't like leaving our family behind. Uh, But when I saw it uh, come down Saturday, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. We've been talking about it for about a week. Once he started saying, hey, you know, it's a group decision. It's a family decision. It's a, yeah, that was Giselle's like, yeah, we're calling this thing and 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 i've i've seen some of those graphics like well he had three hall of fame careers like the story is the whole thing every part of the story is good every part especially how he changed his image to the world in these past 2 years with tampa because he was not a beloved guy people loved watching tom brady lose he was spygate deflategate he was he was You know, if if uh, he was Darth Vader and Bill Belichick was the emperor. Well, I guess I guess that one does work because Darth Vader at the end, you know, Return of the Jedi took off his mask and he showed a human side. That's kind of what we had for for Tom Brady. Yes, Jason Stewart. Would you put
1: it past uh, Jim Gray? I mean, I'm sure, you know, Jim a little bit. I know Jim a little bit the guy that orchestrated, you know, the decision, would you put it past him to re- wake up on Saturday, see Schefter and Darlington, you know, Brady's retiring, and call Tom and be like, dude, we have a podcast and you could do it on our podcast. This is something that you need to do. We need eyes. Like, would you put it past Jim Gray to do that?
0: I would not. I would not put it past Jim Gray to do that at all. Um, and I don't know if it's Jim Gray, I, whoever – I would say Jim Gray probably gave him advice. Um, and, you know, maybe there are some other people that gave him advice as well. That would be, but that's a reasonable thought. Does anybody really think he's not retiring? Anyone?
2: Bueller. Well, I, I told you I thought he wasn't. Remember? You asked and I thought. No, but because, now, now, oh, you now today, really... uh, I think st- I would still say it's 50 50.
0: Bayer, what do you think?
3: No, I mean, I was the two a week ago I would have said that he's going to continue to play, but n- now with everybody <laughs> except him saying that, yeah, he's gonna retire i i don't I don't see a I don't see a curveball where he goes the other way, yeah, stuff is in motion that has allowed this retirement to take place now,
2: but doesn't oh well, yeah doesn't but- he, doesn't Tampa Bay need? Well, who's their, backup, who's their backup quarterback? Like They'd have to go get another quarterback. Okay, well, there you go. So, Gabbert. So, I mean, that's that's has to be consideration too, right? Or does Tampa Bay's job as their general manager and the people in charge, is it their job to be like, hey, this guy can retire at any time. We need to make sure we have somebody ready to go if he does.
0: I don't know. I, you know, I don't think you can. They don't know. I mean, if Byron Leftwich is going to get the job, they don't know a bunch of things. But, I mean, that's part of the thing with Tom Brady. They drafted somebody last year, didn't they? They draft somebody last year who's, you know, his, I know they have Gabbard, but there's, there's somebody else that, that's, uh, that they drafted that I... Kyle oh, Trask. Yeah, but he's not going to be, you know, he's not replacing. But that team, the question with that team is, do you blow it up and start over, right? Does Bruce Arians retire if Tom Brady retires? Or do they try and get another quarterback and keep it going?
3: They've got a lot of decisions. You know, you have Chris Godwin is going to be a free agent coming off that ACL. Um they're, they're not as as young as, uh, as, you know, you would like them to be in certain spots, but uh they, they got to figure out that running back situation. I don't know how much Leonard Fournette still has on
0: the tires, and but no, I would say yeah. Fournette, Gronk, Brady, like all of them gone. Um, you know, Godwin can come back. He did get hurt late, although we're seeing guys come back quicker and better. Uh, than, than they had previously, yeah, and, and likely the the likelihood of him returning to Tampa
3: probably increased because of the injury. Because if you're a team, you're not going that has no idea about Chris Godwin. Uh, another team, Tampa knows more about him than anybody, and those other teams probably wouldn't want to take a risk on a guy who tore his ACL.
0: Well, it's all you know, but but how much of your Tampa do you pay a guy? Right, he was coming off the ACL. Do you pay him what you would have paid him before, or do you pay him a little bit less?
3: That would be up to Godwin's agent, but I would go with the latter I, I don't know how you could pay him now without your quarterback and a guy coming off of an a c l but i i just i don't think his market is what it would have been you know they're so a lot a lot of decisions the the good thing is is they've got like you know Vitavea and their linebackers and their secondary is you know likely be the strength of the team but then you got a question how long Bruce Arians is going to want to be there. How about
0: that division? So. That that division could very well look like the NFC East. I mean, think about it. Like the Saints, we don't know what they look like. We don't know who their quarterback's gonna be. I mean, I guess it's Jameis, but we don't know at all what they look like without Sean Payton. The the Panthers, I mean, I guess they do Sam Darnold for another year unless they can get Deshaun Watson or somebody else, right? Um the Falcons are fine, whatever. I mean that that does that that went from two years ago being one of the best divisions in football to yeah you know,
3: Falcons aren't fine I, I, it's bad like it's worse than the NFC East I I would almost think I mean maybe maybe you know last year NFC East is that what you're getting at like yes yeah
0: yeah yeah or I mean two
3: years ago NFC East was really bad but there's yeah there's uh, I mean I don't the the Falcons needed Cordero Patterson to play two different positions. Like the the Matt Ryan thing to me is he's got to stay there, but that's long gone. Yep. Carolina's likely to make a move at quarterback with you know, with the limited options out there, Deshaun Watson's situation I think is one that bears watching. If they get Deshaun Watson and he's clear of everything, Carolina may be the best team in the NFC South.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just a, yeah. it's a weird Weird division. So um, and go ahead. So no. why would t-
2: I don't understand? I'm trying to gather why a guy who's coming off a MVP type season would leave a team in the shambles with the other teams in shambles as well. Done.
0: He's done.
3: He's Okay, it has nothing yeah. to do with anybody. Like he, he also got him 40- a Super Bowl. He doesn't him owe him anything. Bowl,
2: okay, know. so that's there we go. So yeah, John. Him, gosh, wait John. a minute. I, that's what I want to know. So he owes him nothing. Goodbye. See you later. Go figure it out yourself. They have no quarterback to replace no, him. I, I think. Okay. I think, cool.
0: I think. I think. Go it was for it, Tampa Bay. I think it was always a two. Or, I think it was always a two or three year thing. You know, it was always it. And guys that left. Then why aren't they prepared? Then Doug.
2: If it's well, a two well, or three gonna, year thing, how what? are you
0: going to prepare, John?
2: I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in charge of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But again, let's let's I don't understand. You're making they sell- they
0: drafted a quarterback in the middle rounds. I think third or fourth round in Kyle Trask. So to give themselves at least somebody young in the hopper, like you had Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady doesn't work out, like you know, you, there's other guys out there you take a shot at. But I I don't know. You know. What what how, You can't prepare for those things if you don't have a top pick. Like, it's just, you know, when you're in win-now mode, you're in win-now mode. I I, I it's, it's He's not the devil, but there is a little bit of, you got to sell your soul a little bit. You got to sell out if you want to go for it with Brady. So I don't fault him for retiring. I don't fault the Buccaneers for being in this position. There's only like 15, 20 guys that can play the position to begin with. So once you get to backups, you know, I mean, what are your options? What are your options?
3: If you, if you were to tell Tampa and say, listen, and this is two years ago, okay, over a three-year span, you're going to have the worst record in the NFL, you're going to get to a divisional playoff, and you're going to win a Super Bowl, would you take it? And everybody would say yes. Mm-hmm. So even worst-case scenario next year, if they fall flat and go 0-17, oh, I'm not saying they will, but that's worst-case scenario – it was still worth bringing Tom Brady in and the pieces around him for and,
2: it. Too. And that's fine. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's fine. But I'm just saying if that's what your theory was and that's what you want to do, then I'll go Tampa Bay, great to go. You did it.
0: I don't. Is, is John talking trash? I can't really understand. Like, don't I, I, I'm I, I, not. He's un- kind of
2: mad. I think.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I don't. More I, anger I, there. What, what is the anger? He's talking. Let me put my therapist hat on. I agree John, with what's, you. Behind, I, what's behind that anger, John?
2: No, no. I agree with all of you. I'm just trying to gra- wrap around my head that if that's if that's what they wanted to do, then they got they they got exactly what they wanted. I, but I just don't understand why that would be something you'd want to do. Well, that's who all I want to
0: do who would want to do
2: why you just want to like have no plan whatsoever ready for a guy who decides like in two years I might leave. Like you'd be like, okay, well then we need to be kind of prepared for that. Well, and you I'm, guys I'm sound really like, like, like they're, they're not prepared at all. Like they're just like, oh, well, and I just well, think that's I, a bad way to run. A, that's bad. Right. I mean, that's not good. Correct. Unless I'm missing something.
0: I think you're missing the context of where they were and what you have to do to try and win right away. And then they won last year and they, they decided to bring everybody back. Remember they brought every starter back. So their, their entire focus was on bringing every starter back and then, okay, now we got to replenish our resources. They they did get a quarterback in a Kyle Trask. I don't think he was eventually a starter, but they, they did protect themselves on some level. The problem is like, it's almost impossible to have to, to find your next quarterback. The Miami Dolphins have been, what year did Dan Marina retire? Ninety? Ninety-nine? Ninety-nine?
3: I thought it was 2001, maybe. Yeah, okay. right in the 2000, 2001, something like that. I, you, you may be right. I, I, I remember they beat the Seahawks, and then they got crushed. So, I think it was actually in the 1999 season, 2000 playoffs. I think. Okay, that's so what it's been it
0: 22 years. They still don't have a dude back there. You're like, man, they got a dude. 22 years the the buffalo bills they they remember they had jp lossman remember him i mean they they've tried they had the kid uh, what's the guy's name from florida state who was the top ej manuel yeah it's not they they tried john it's hard to find those guys and sometimes you think you have the guy and he's not as good sometimes you have the guy and he gets hurt sometimes you know you draft a guy number 1 overall like uh, David Carr, and you can't protect him, and he gets gun shy, and he never lives up to his all, all these. Lot just it, it's it's really hard.
2: I agree the, with you. The I'm idea
0: s- of you just gotta have a guy behind him, like that's easy. Way easier said than done.
2: Right, but let's take a look at Dan Marino's final season with Miami, nineteen ninety nine. Twelve touchdowns, seventeen picks. If Tom Brady had twelve touchdowns just here and seventeen picks, and I'd be like, oh wow, yeah, I mean, but he didn't. He had forty three touchdowns. I mean, that's like, and he was almost the MVP or could be the MVP of the league. Gamarino was not the MVP of the league in 1999 when you saw he was going down and it was like done.
0: So so there's even more understanding why they don't necessarily have a plan B in the hopper because Brady has always said he wanted to play until he's 45. He's under contract and he played well. So you're like, oh, we're good. But they can't possibly know exactly what.
2: That's exactly right. They're not prepared. That's my point. They are not prepared. You're like, hey, you can't do anything. The guy had 44 touch, three touchdowns. They're not ready. Yeah, no. So they they assumed he's gonna be back next season, and now he's like, I'm done. Well, allegedly, we don't know I, that. I don't. Yet.
3: I don't think that that assumption is correct, though. I I don't. I I think that they just they were like, we're going for year by year. Yes. And however it ends, it ends. But he got us what we wanted. Yes. And we got the Super Bowl, and how it ends. You know, okay. is how it ends.
0: You kind of, you just got, you kind of have to acquiesce to these guys. That's that's the way. If you want to, yeah. you, you want to be with Brady. Brady's like, you know, I'm gonna play till I I'll let you know. I will let you know.
3: He signed a two year deal when he went there, right? That was the original. Right. And then, then he, last he year he he got ex, the extension. He got extension. Yeah.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern,
0: noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I don't uh, hate to do? I don't hate to tell you so that I told you so. Get everybody on message. And now. A chick or chick parade? Like what? I told you so. Why? Because he had talent. Finally nailed it, Gottlieb. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay? Not going to lie to you. I thought the Chiefs were going to blow out the Bengals. I just did. I thought it bit the over. I thought the Bengals would score, but I thought the Chiefs would keep scoring. They did not. I was wrong there. But I did predict this about the Niners-Rams game. <laughs> I like the Rams to win, but I like the Niners to cover. I think this is a very close football game, and the best way to hedge the lack of true faith in the Rams is to take the Niners and the points. Um, I also think it's going to be a lower-scoring affair. I think both teams want to run the football, establish the run. And, and stay away from the big play, the big mistake defensively. They're just wired differently than those other teams. I like the Niners and the points and the under. The Niners and the points and the under. All right, so I nailed one out of two. And we celebrate the ones I nailed, not the ones that I did not. All right, there you go. Celebrate the ones. He's Charles Robinson. He's the senior NFL Ryder covering the National Football League for Yahoo Sports. Uh, pretty good weekend. Uh, I, I started the show saying I think the story should be the Bengals for the second consecutive time holding the Chiefs to just three points in the second half and this time in overtime. Do you think that's the biggest football story of the weekend?
1: Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would have to be. I, I, I kind of feel like Rams 49ers played out in a fashion that that we all kind of suspected, particularly with with Jimmy G. Um, but the you know the Bengals, I, I think the fact that you saw them in the second half, um, you know they, they flooded the zone in coverage. I mean, I think they had eight man coverage is almost fifty percent of their defensive plays in the second half, and it completely you know stymied what Mahomes was able to do. And it, it became I thought it became glaring that there wasn't that third option that the that that the Chiefs have been searching for. All season long, but it was impressive, you know, for the Bengals to be able, up front. They looked really aggressive in the second half, um, played great coverage on the back end, and you know, just they <laughs> took the Grim Reaper off the field. I, you know, once the, the Chiefs won the toss, everybody cheered and they thought, you know, hey, this is it, it's over. Um, they, the Bengals, showed why overtime can work because you know your defense can stop. Um, stop a team, and and they earned it all the way. I mean, there's no fluke here. That's a that's a really really good team. It's a Super Bowl worthy team.
0: No 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 question about it. Um, am I wrong? Zach Taylor feel like he was a little bit of trouble before the season started, would not he? Yeah, I, you know it's funny because I I think I
1: was a month into the season, and uh, maybe maybe a little further, and I kind of had start started writing about you know coaches that were. It was right around the time that, that Urban um, almost, you know, well, eventually got fired. And I had a lot of people, I, I didn't include Zach Taylor, and people were just up my backside. You know, why isn't Zach Taylor on this list? And um, what's he really accomplished? And look at last year. And, um, you know, he was, he was, you know, two and eight with Bro on the field last year. It wasn't like you, you know, lit it up. And, um yeah, he changed the narrative pretty quickly. It's like he and he and Cliff Kingsbury kinda of went in the opposite directions as the season went on. You know, it got worse for Cliff and it got a heck of a lot better um for Zach. And it, it's gonna be intriguing seeing he and McVay, you know, match up in, in this Super Bowl. Um um you know, they obviously offensively know each other's concepts inside and out. Um so it'll it'll be a fun matchup.
0: What uh what do you think happened with Mahomes? Because I know they, they put eight in coverage, but he still he looked different after the end of the first half when they didn't take a field goal. What do you think happened?
1: Yeah, the, look, the field goal, I, that whole thing, uh, that, just the way it worked out, I mean, it was a bad, you know, Andy Reid came out said he, it wasn't the greatest play call, and you know, but it was really on both Patrick and on Andy. But again, I, I think this goes down to all season long, they were trying to figure out, you know, okay, who's the running back who's going to be our, our go-to option or who's going to be... Um, you know, is Josh Gordon going to step into that number three role? Like, they, they just missed. And I, I think in a way they missed kind of like Sammy Watkins. They missed having um, just a reliable third. So when you drop eight in coverage and Tyreek Hill's getting bracketed and you got two guys staring at Travis Kelsey, it dramatically changed things, you know, for, for Mahomes when he's looking out there. And he could have used a, a third player that they just were never able to find. That, they have to address that this offseason, no question. Do they have the money? Yeah, you know what, Do the Rams ever have the money? I mean, like, it, if, you, if you asked me what's the mistake they made, uh, it was Odell. I think they could have. Look, the Packers entertained it. I don't think the Chiefs ever really, you know, realistically entertained it, but they could have gone and gotten Odell Beckham Jr. You know, on the same deal that the Rams did, they could have found the money to make that work. And I think that could have made a massive difference. It has for the Rams. I mean, you know, the Rams are reliant. You know, he's, he's the one B. Cooper Cup's the one A. He's the one B. You would have added him to that mix in Kansas City, and I think you know the offense. it would have been a different outcome against the against the Bengals.
0: All right, the, the Odell thing is interesting because I think what happens is you'll get people go, "See, told you. All the problems were Baker. All the problems were Cleveland when." Yeah. The reality is more. It was everybody. It was he was he was never he he was never really in on the Browns, right? He didn't go to OTAs originally. You know, he just never really. Whether it was a system, like it, it 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 swings from it was all Odell to now it's all Baker and the Browns. And the truth is somewhere in the middle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm with you. I don't think it's. I think it was a shared. You know, a shared mess there. I think part of it was Baker. You know, I think it's part of Odell, as you said, not wanting to be there. I think in the wake of everything, knowing that he repeatedly had asked for a trade going back to last off season, Um, You know, he, I don't know, there were times, even when he got in there, didn't feel like he was all the way in. You know, even when things were going pretty well, um, it, 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 I, honestly, just look at him in L.A. Like, he, he wanted to be in Los Angeles, number one. I mean, hes there's no secret about that. And Los Angeles thought about going and getting him, you know, in a trade with the Giants years ago, I think he was he was really bummed out that that isn't how the trade ended up um, going down. I think he's happy to be with his friends. You know, Jalen Ramsey, <clears throat> excuse me, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, very close to him. You know, so I, I do. I think a big part of it's Odell. I, I think a big part of it though is being in a, in a functional offense where you have a quarterback who who can throw the ball over the field, who. I don't. I don't even think Matt Stafford initially. There, it wasn't like he was like, "Hey, great, awesome, Odell's here. He's got my trust." He kind of spoke in tones where it's like, "Okay, we'll see." You know, like here he comes. He's going to have his opportunity to prove himself to us, and he did that, and you know that's made a world of difference for them. But uh, it is that is the move though that even here's the thing: if the Rams are willing to roll the dice on that, just to go, "Hey, <laughs> it's worth it." It's it's a it's a low um, low risk shot we're taking here. I would have thought, you know, the Chiefs, given how aggressive they have been um, with some players in the past, could have taken that shot as well. I, I was surprised that it ultimately ended up being, you know, an either or between Green Bay and, and Los Angeles. I, it's stunning to me that Kansas City never factored.
0: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's Charles Robinson, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Check out his Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. Uh, okay, we assume that's the last pass that Jimmy G throws for the San Francisco 49ers, um, is it safe to assume that wherever he goes next has some sort of Patriot tie? Uh,
1: that's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't, I don't, you know, the Patriots, Bill Belichick believed in him. Like, he was, you know, Bill was a huge believer in him, really thought he could develop into a franchise quarterback. I, I wouldn't be, I'll put it to you this way, I wouldn't be surprised. If he's Mac Jones' backup, <laughs> like I don't, you know, in terms of being a starter, I, I don't know. I don't know Houston? who out there. What about Houston? Uh you know, maybe. I mean, let's see who the head coach hire is. Obviously, um, they like Davis Mills. I think they really feel the snapshot that they got out of Davis Mills that, that they they want this guy to be their starter moving forward. And I don't know that they want to be inclined to to bring in a veteran right away who. You know, it, the first thing that goes wrong, people are going, like, "Well, give Jimmy a shot." You know, we, we've seen he hey, he was in the NFC title game last year. He's played in a Super Bowl. Like it's, uh, you know, I, I I just don't know if that's the kind of smoke they want already. You know, considering they they want to get a a long little more projected look at, at Davis Mills. But again, that could change with the coach. So let's see who the coach is. Um, I the thing is about Jimmy some people are going to look at him and just say, look, he's a backup. He is what he is now. He'll be, he could be a journey, like Tyrod Taylor route or Ryan Fitzpatrick, somebody who kind of travels around the league and, you know, could be a spot starter, things like that. And, but I'm curious if there's one franchise out there that looks at him and says, you know what, he's maybe he's a Tannehill. Maybe he's a guy who just needed to get out of there, get, get away from Kyle, you know, Kyle's, not the easiest to, guy to play for. Very demanding. Got, got a you know sizable ego. Like brings a lot to the table. Um, maybe Jimmy just needs a change of pace. And like Tannehill did, getting away from, you know Adam Gase. <laughs> Adam Gase was the easiest guy to play for. And so uh, that's that's what intrigues me. If there's a quarterback needy team that looks at him and says, you know what, he's a seven million dollar you know shot. Let's take a shot in this guy seven eight million bucks and see if he could he could be a starter again.
0: Amazing. I mean, you're a, you're a player two away from going to the Super Bowl and now you're likely to be a backup, maybe a maybe a spot starter. Um, let's let's get to the, the Brady news. Um, I, I like can we we hypothesize these this he wants to retire, but he's got his podcast dropping today. That's the form that he wants it to drop on. This was just a little premature. Is that and it's totally uninformed speculation, but speculation nonetheless doesn't make sense to you.
1: I I mean, there's a plan. I mean, there's no question there's a plan, right? And and I think the assumption is, and I feel it's very well-founded that, look, if, let me put it this way. I spoke to somebody with the Patriots, and they're like, you know, he's retired. Like, come on, he's retired. You guys know he's retired. Those guys are, you know, ESPN's right. You know, the, the reporting's right. They just didn't do it on Tom's timeline. And I think... I can't tell you why it broke the way it did on a Saturday, except that I I wonder if it had started to get out there. You know, when Man in the Arena, the last episode didn't drop instantly. People were like, "Okay, wait a minute, like what's going on? That doesn't make sense." It was it was dropping on this timeline, and then all of a sudden, the the last episode is supposed to drop on this date, and it just magically disappears, doesn't show up, and. People immediately then started to say, "Oh, you know, it's they're they're going to the retirement. They got to take it to post and, and go through everything and and cut in the retirement." And I think the day before ESPN broke the news, you know, there there had been another report out, or I think two, and I had seen some stuff on Twitter where people were like, "Hey, it's sounding like this is going to come soon," and. I wonder if you know that as a reporter, there are times where you're like, "Hey, you know, I don't want to get beat on this. Like, I don't. Know, this we got this scoop. Like, we just you know, do we wait wait on this guy's timeline and get burned, or do we we have it and we just go with it and deal with the ramifications afterward? That's kind of how I feel. You know, this sort of might have happened, but there's no question. There's a plan. Tom Brady's Tom Brady was never gonna you know wasn't they didn't even report that it was gonna happen on a Saturday or whatever. When Tom Brady walks, as everybody has said, it'll be very much a uh, production. There will be a, you know, some video that's highly produced. There will be, you know, there's going to have to be a press conference. There's going to be have to be another number of things. No, oh, by the way, what February 4th that bonus, right? The 15 million dollar. You do a 15 million dollar bonus that triggers on February 4th. You know, look, you can date the paper however you want, but you know, there's a thought process of like you you, you don't get your retirement papers in before you get the
0: 15 million dollar. Yeah. That's yeah. Not I'm retiring February 5th. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like it's—I just think it got it got blown up, right? Like, it okay. Happens. So if he, it's, if he does, does Arian walk as well? Arian's walk as well. I don't think so. I really don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he. Uh,
1: anytime you've asked him, he said he's, his timeline's not tied to Tom. Like he's, you know, he said, "Look, I want to keep coaching as long as I possibly can. I'm, I'm in the fight. He was." You know, I think he felt great. You know, winning the Super Bowl and it gave him a taste of something different that, that, you know, at least from the head coaching spot that he hadn't experienced. And um, by the way, it's still, it's still a pretty good team. I mean, you take obviously you take the biggest element out of the middle of it, but you know, it's a, it's attractive place. You know, that's that's one that I'm not going to say they're going to go get Jimmy Garoppolo, but you sit there and you're like, okay, well if they weigh their quarterback options, they go get a bridge guy. Um, and then, you know, on the turnaround in 2023, um, maybe somebody comes free. Maybe they're able to finagle a trade. Um, you never know what happens. But quarterbacks moving off season now. And I still think that's a pretty decent team. And, you know, for him just to go out, Tom hung it up. I'm gone too. Both Gronk and Arian, I felt like made clear that they're not just tied to Tom Brady. Like they, they have other options. That they, they could still continue to pursue after him.
0: Uh, who does get that Houston job? That
1: is a. I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be Josh McCown. I really do. Like I, the, the fact that they brought him in for a second interview for this, I, I, I guess in my heart I feel like, they know if they hire Josh McCown as the head coach, it's going to be there's going to be a tremendous amount of blowback. It's going to be a very unpopular, um, move given the lack of of Josh's experience the whole David Cully thing is going to look like a setup from the start because they interviewed Josh before they hired Cully, And I at least had a conspiratorial thought process. Like, are they hiring the guy that's going to be easy for them to fire, you know, and, and then go get Josh. I thought in two years, I thought in 2023, um, Them talking to Flores is different. I mean, uh, Nick Casario and Brian Flores are, are, you know, they have a relationship. Jack Easterby and Brian Flores, extremely close. Brian Flores tried to bring Jack Easterby actually uh, to Miami, and that did not work out. Um, I just think with Flores, uh, the way things went in Miami, he clearly has illustrated he wants it to be an organization that's very much coach-centered in terms of the power and that he's, definitely the front man and and i don't know that you know you have a situation in houston uh, at least up until this point between Catherio, easterby and cal mcnair it's it's been kind of a community decision making there and that's not what flores is really looking for i think flores is like i I want a streamlined process that goes through me and you know who that's similar to similar to bill o'brien and we saw what happened with bill o'brien in that situation
0: Okay. Uh, does Flores get uh, Flores get a job? It, it feels like he may be out in this cycle.
1: I, I, you know, I think if it's I think if it's not Houston, um, yeah, I think he probably is out. You know, and 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 then he comes back in twenty twenty three and kind of we'll see what happens. I don't know though. Let's wait and see because there's still obviously a number of jobs open. You know, Minnesota low key is <laughs> a really good job. Like Minnesota has a lot of talent. And, and but but he's a kind of... but he's
0: he's a guy he was in San Francisco, and so doesn't it? Make, they're they're bringing in Harbaugh who originally brought him in, right? Quick, and then yeah, quick, and then now right. I think D'Amico Ryan's is going to be a candidate. You know, also haven't been in San Francisco, player. Um, right, feel, feels like those would be more likely scenarios, wouldn't it?
1: I'd be curious to see what happens if it's if, if the Harbaugh swing doesn't work, you know, because that, that's a heck of a cut, you know, for for quasi Adolfo Mensah. you know, the first first shot he takes, he goes, so that's you know, and and I get it, there obviously there's the familiarity from you know working together way back in the day, um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if Harbaugh is. I we go through all this process, and there's a very good chance that Harbaugh ultimately gets cold feet and doesn't commit, even if he's offered. You know that job. Um, D'Amico Ryan should be a candidate. Guess where else D'Amico Ryan should be a candidate? In Texas, like in with a Houston texas Okay, like he he he's a player was inside that organization for a long time. There's there's uh, you know institutional memory there for him. Uh, he liked the city. Like it was like he would be a great candidate in Houston. Why he's not? I I I cannot tell you. It's completely. I think it's because he's been coaching.
0: But, uh, isn't it because he's been coaching?
1: I I, I don't. I mean. I I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I I can't tell you why you would not have him. I mean, does that not make sense? I mean, it's not like Cal McNair wasn't around the organization when he was, you know, a starring player. I mean, D'Amico Ryan is a. He's a great candidate. And, um, yeah, I don't. It's weird to me that he's he's not on you know the Texans' radar. I would think you would you'd want to have him near the top of the list. But again, I can't explain their thought process.
0: Uh, okay, well, we got, we got the Rams and the Bengals. Dramatic turnaround for the Bengals as a franchise. And the Rams yeah. loading up to get here. Should be a great Super Bowl. We, we go from never having a home team in the Super Bowl to two years in a row. So yeah. so that, that, that's nutty. Can't wait for your next pod to drop. In the meantime, Charles, really appreciate you joining us, as always, on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Thanks for having me, brother. And by the way, for those yes. who, who did not know, the second-worst Super Bowl odds, 200-1, to 1, the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs>
0: wow. the Jack, Jaguars so, the worst. They were the second worst, huh? Uh,
1: I think Hugh, I think the Texans actually might have been the worst. I think the Texans. The Jaguars had little, better Super
0: odds than the Bengals. Uh,
1: I think so. Yeah, wow. I do. Wow. Double double check that, but I'm pretty sure they did. Remember, people thought the Urban Meyer experience was going to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and people thought Zach Taylor was going to get fired. That's you know, there was it. Yeah, it was it was widely widely discussed um, at some point in the offseason. Charles, thanks for joining us.
1: Alright, thanks, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. dot com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the press. The press comeback <laughs> to my hustler serve the brand long care professionals have trusted for years. Becomes it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business, and for us Weekend Joes, Hustler Turf also has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you, HustlerTurf.com. Dan Byer, go. Doug
3: get in price right now on the secondary market for Super Bowl 56. $5,400 about for a ticket. Uh, yeah, and it may be rising too with fees, but right now at least going to be five grand to six grand if you wanted to have a seat at SoFi to watch the Bengals and Rams.
0: Um, look, it, it should be noticed that these are secondary market. I think it'll, you know, closer to game time, it'll drop. But L.A. prices, inflation, new stadium, it has all come yep. together really well for the league. Uh, this is going to be a ridiculously priced Super Bowl, but I don't think uh, I, I don't yeah. think prices will remain that high.
3: And quickly, Doug, Mark Davis today at introducing Josh McDaniels as the Raiders head coach addressed the elephant in the room, the tuck rule.
0: When I met Josh on Saturday, we met in the hallway as we were passing. It was before the uh, interview process was going to start. And uh, I said, hey, I introduced myself and everything. And he said, he looked me in the eye and he said, there's one thing. It was a fumble. <laughs> so Raider Nation, if you're worried, he's already come over to the dark side. <laughs>
3: Funny. yeah very funny? good and new york times has bought wordle so it'll be a part of their games section so yeah low that's seven figures do- no you can continue to do it it's just run by the new york times now and that's okay. the press
0: hey get out there and press that was the press i i actually had a kind of a wordle breakthrough today uh, i'll have to tell the story tomorrow i did i did solve the wordle in four but i was nervous i'm nervous doug outlieb show fox sports radio